Hey everyone, welcome to Pink Shade with Erin Martin. I'm back with our best friend from Australia, Kirsten Moore. Hey, Kirsty. Hey, girl. <laughs> Kirsty has the amazing podcast, Reality TV and Me, and she is going to be doing a very special episode, not of Blossom, but of her podcast soon, because she just went to a barbecue in Melbourne, her hometown, and she saw mm-hmm. some of the real housewives of Melbourne, including Gina of the Tan. Of <laughs> the Tan. <laughs> I was so jealous when I saw your pictures on Instagram. First of all, tell people your Instagram so they can follow you and see the glorious photos that you took at this okay. barbecue. So um, the inst- I've changed my personal Instagram because I want it to streamline a little bit. So if you followed me there, you'll notice already the name's changed. And I added a Twitter. So they used have the same name. I'm learning how to tweet, which is something that I was hoping to never have to do. But here we are <laughs> in the future. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it, Erin. I don't understand Twitter. We're just all reduced have. to these horrific things like having to learn how to tweet and post pictures. I just, in my lifetime, I never thought I'd have to do such things. I but, mean, it's yeah. tough. It's tough. But look, I'm, I'm embracing it. And... My um, account is uh, She's Pernicious, both on Instagram and on Twitter. And then, obviously, I have the separate Insta for my podcast, which is just reality TV and me. So, you, it, you know, wherever you search for me, whether it be Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, if you put in either of those two, uh, reality TV and me or She's Pernicious, you will find me. Okay, perfect. And where did you post all the photos that you took with So I posted the photos. They're, both on, they're on Facebook um, and on the reality TV and me Instagram. And look, right about the tan, you do not want to stand too close to Gina because, look, I've got a photo of me standing next to her and I so white and girl I'm not lying I put I'm wearing fake tan in that photo because I I didn't want to look like the odd one out and I'm I've never worn so much bronzer in my life and I look see-through and she's just glowing head to toe she is day glow she is day glow she's day glow I love her though do you love her I do she is she's always been my favorite me too um and she does work like that in real like she really is a barrister in real life I mean I've had friends that have worked alongside her in the courthouse and she'll be there like full hair and makeup um wearing her robes and you know the little hair thing piece they wear on top but decked out six inch heels ready to go wait they still wear those get-ups yeah they do wow I had no idea okay I do here anyway. We're like, we live in the past down under. <laughs> no, girl, I'm like, bring it back. I love that shit. I love the full colonial costume looking crazy in the courthouse. Bring it back. Why not? Well, I was offended for her because somebody, one, another person that was at the event kept asking me, and I don't know why I, I had all the answers. I was just the oracle or something, just the only person that would listen. But it was like, I don't know how her clients take her seriously. I'm like, the girl's smart. If she gets the job done, of course they're going to take her seriously. If she was losing cases left, right, and center, she wouldn't have a career. Thank you, sir. Sit down. Exactly. I'm offended for her, too. I'll defend her. Yes. Yeah, I'll throw a punch because I love her. She is the smartest woman on that show. Nay, mm-hmm. on probably any franchise of Housewives <laughs> <Probably>. globally. <laughs> 
She's amazing. Well, we did have Phaedra for a minute. Um, that's true she did represent really reputable people like bobby brown so there was right. <laughs> who who never who never got off he always went to prison so what kind of I don't know what kind of lawyer she was but oh uh, gina rocks so you met her who else did you meet from the yes. real housewives of melbourne so that's gina liano and the event was hosted at lydia Chiavello's house oh so God. if you remember from the lydiot days and her house is beautiful. I was saying this, um, I'm releasing a special podcast on my show this week, probably tomorrow, okay. um, that'll just be like a, a deep dive into what the event was was really like. But I'll kind of give you a little rundown. Her house is gorgeous, but and it's quite in a city. So it wasn't one of these giant mansions that we're used to seeing in the Bravo-verse, but it, is, but it still would have been worth like three or four million dollars. So... It's nothing to sniff at, but it was like a townhouse kind of, you know, and I was like, wow, this is kind of interesting. And she had this, I had this, I didn't mention this on my show because I didn't really know where to put it. She outdoor, she had this outdoor area where we're having this giant feast, which is amazing. And she had like a, um, like a bird aviary out there, but there were no birds in it. It was just like (laughs) toy dinosaurs. that I took a photo of it but I thought I can't even post this because no one will know what's going on here it's the first thing I noticed as soon as I arrived there that she just had all these like that she doesn't have like a five-year-old she's got three grown kids I don't know I don't understand it but it made me laugh (laughs) that sounds perfectly on brand for her though right yes yeah like that does not shock me I'm like nodding my head as you're telling me the toy dinosaurs and the bird avian I'm like "Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm yep okay I can see that so Lydia right she's she was known as the Lydiot on Real Housewives of Melbourne and if you guys haven't watched this I mean you can look it up I don't know if Hulu has it if you can YouTube it it is one of the best Housewives franchises and it's coming back I mean I am so excited yeah so they went off air about a year and a half, two years ago. Because the, the season season four wasn't that great. The first first three seasons definitely go back and binge. Um, season four kind of lost people, I think. And you know they have a really high production value, like like um, the Bravo shows. They're gorgeous and glossy, but our population is so much smaller that you just don't get the same viewership. Mm. Apparently, this is what happened. They don't get the same viewer numbers of viewers um, to budget it really um so who knows but they're bringing it back in 2020 i was hoping to get the goss on when but they didn't announce that so i think they're actually still working with um fox the network where it will be shown an arena to figure out exactly when it will be airing so maybe that's why they didn't give it away but i was disappointed that they didn't give the dirt on that now, are they going to air it on Bravo at all, even in the middle of the night for us? Or is it not going to be picked up by Bravo, period? Like, we're going to have to go search for it. I think you probably... I mean, I don't know. That wasn't mentioned. But I I imagine um, they won't show it on Bravo because apparently Andy Cohen doesn't like the extra... extra um, cities very much oh my god okay this is a bag of bullshit i am so pissed off because it was one of the best bravo never promoted them like they should i remember one time the real housewives of melbourne were featured on watch what happens live as the bartenders i was like this (laughs) is sacrilege (laughs) like why is this happening i cannot believe they flew here they flew to new york but wait 
They're not Bravo, are they? Are they, they on the Bravo? They were on Bravo. They were real. Oh, I didn't know that. They were shown on Bravo for a couple of seasons. I swear to God. Wow. Am I wrong about that? I swear to God they were because that's how I found Because I just them. assumed they were another one of the branch off, you know, like Cheshire and stuff. I didn't realize they were actually under the Bravo heading. Well, um, so know, that network, changes things. A network will buy the shows from the production companies. You know, like there's Evolution and whatever. Like mm-hmm. the, all different production companies make each of these shows. And then Bravo purchases them and then we'll work with the production companies if they decide to pick them up season after season that whoever produced real housewives of melbourne bravo did pick them up as if i'm remembering correctly i swear that's how i found them unless i'm just nuts i mean were they on like another network and i don't i swear they were on bravo but andy never he like like i said they were bartenders on watch what happens live and i was like what is happening (laughs) like gina bring gina out from behind the damn bar yeah Oh, Gina. I mean, yeah, that's interesting. I think I matched with um, a guy on Tinder. Uh, Look, I'm racking my brain. I'm going back back about three years. Who was on was a producer on Real Housewives of Melbourne. So I'm going to actually see if I still have him on my Facebook and ask him the the real boots on the grounds ground questions, and I'll get back to you. Okay, (laughs) amazing, amazing. And will you cover? Real Housewives of Melbourne when it comes out? Are you going to yes. cover that on reality TV and me? Yes, I want to. Um, that I was hoping it was coming early next year so that I could, you know, just jump straight into it. But Yay! I, but I heard that it wasn't coming out until now. My memory is foggy because there was a lot of pink champagne. But it was either August or April. And if it's August, I mean, mm. yeah, what am I going to do till August? Sit around and twiddle my thumbs just praying for the to the Gina gods that she's going to arrive sometime soon? Oh, my God. Just praying that she's going to punch someone in the face who deserves it on that cast. Call them an insignificant ass hair. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, you guys, go over to Reality TV and me to hear the episode all about this event that Kirstie went to. And um, I I will be listening to it as well because I want to hear more. But we need to get to Temptation Island, which is what we are currently covering. We have this episode, and then we're going to skip the week of Christmas. And when we come back, we will cover the Bonfire Part 2 and the reunion, which immediately follows the Bonfire Part 2, and at which we hear Casey doesn't show up because he is an insignificant ass hair (laughs) yes he is oh god this guy all right so but this week we need to cover the uh overnight dates which happened just a couple weeks ago and then last week the bonfire part one where we saw rick and ashley g and then only part of the confrontation between kate and ridiculously stone-faced no personality david so mm-hmm. before we get there, though, before we get to the bonfire part one, we have to talk about these overnight dates, which I didn't even know existed. You know what? It's fun covering a show where you don't know what the fuck is going on ever. Like, that's me covering the show. I'm like, what? <laughs> what happens? I still don't know what the necklaces are about that the guys are wearing. I mean, no idea. We I'm just like a random viewer and it's kind of fun and it's also kind of annoying, I'm sure, for people listening who are like, uh, you need to know the rules of this game. I'm like, I really don't know what's happening. I'm enjoying it thoroughly, so thank you. I thought the rule was just put some people on an island and watch them ruin their lives. Isn't that the game? <laughs> 
sounds like summer camp. Okay, so they, yeah, so this overnight day thing was just sprung upon me because I was like, okay, are we ready for the bonfire this week? All right, guys, ready for, let's look, find out what happens at the bonfire. (laughs) No, overnight dates. I'm like, "Uh, what? Okay, so it makes sense. It's very like bachelor, bachelorette-esque. You know, everyone spends that one-on-one time with their special person or in the case of uh, most of these dudes, like with a random, like Peyton. So, oh God! I know it's really sad. So, first of all, Rick and Medina—they Rick chooses Medina to go on the overnight date. They share a very G-rated date. He finally just tells her straight up, like, "I, you know, we're friends. That's cool. Thanks for being mm-hmm. with me on this journey. Smell you later." And she is actually. <laughs> Very calm about the slow burn rejection she's gotten all season. I mean, she's kind of like, you know what? Rick should be proud of the way he's acted, and he's probably going to get back with Ashley. Look, this was this is like me anytime I'm starting to fall for someone, and they're just they've obviously had a conversation in their head where they've acknowledged that it's not going any further, but they haven't told me yet. And you could just see her face, and she was like, huh. So I was unaware I was in the friend zone. Thanks for letting me know. And he was just like, yeah, it's so great to be friends with you and be able to just be here in this romantic, beautiful setting on this overnight date where we could definitely bone, but we're so not going to, buddy. (laughs) He's like fist bumping her basically, like, bam, blow it up. Yeah. And she's like, all right, well, it's been really great to get to know you. (laughs) And that's it. I mean, Rick is just done. He is He's yeah. acted much differently than I predicted based on the first bonfire nightmare that he went through. I kind of love him. I kind of think he's fabulous. And the thing, like, he just, he seems to really have embraced the experience in the best way possible because, look, it's not, they claim that it's meant to be about you know growing and testing the relationship no we it's on tv we know what you do we know what you're doing mark we know what you're doing yeah but he really has grown and taken accountability for his past actions i'm proud of him (laughs) does that sound weird he's like that weird i feel very motherly about him like oh you've really grown like look at you you're like a big boy now i mean but he's acting like it. he says things like you know i think she was really upset because i've been unfaithful i mean he's acknowledging all the things that we were thinking it's like yes. who is this person he's wild amazing. i know i'm so I'm, yeah i'm happy for him i'm happy for both of them that he's you know done a lot of self-study and self-reflection in his time in the house yeah <laughs> Okay, so meanwhile, Ashley G., his girlfriend, has completely done a 180 since hooking up with KB at the beginning. I mean, she doesn't want to deal with any dudes on this island. She is like, stay away from me. And Jose, how about we go golfing for the last 24 hours? Thank you. So they go on this, like, really stupid golf date. She has fun, but they are like doing the six inch rule from each other. Like, do not even fist bump me because I'm not even interested in you that way. And she's just, she's just basically biding her time until she can sit down and face Rick and figure out what's going to happen with their relationship. But she really wants to heal what is broken. I thought she was going to be completely out. You know what I mean? And then the whole KB thing happened where he got like so crazy and she saw the light and, these two, I mean, we're going to talk about it at the bonfire, but 
Yeah, they're destined to come back together. Casey and Rachel. Casey, the ass hair. The head ass hair not in charge. He goes out with Rachel. Rachel is there to basically prop up his ego and help him feel like he's good enough, he's smart enough, and doggone it, people like him. I mean, it is the saddest display of a female. It just doesn't work. No. He is so unlikable that even as someone as lovely and gorgeous and sweet and dumb as Rachel seems to be, cannot, you know, make him like a viable human being. (laughs) He's so (laughs) awful. The best part about this, though, is that the fact that they're smash cutting from Casey being like, you know what? I'm going to win her back because I'm going to say it different than I ever have before. I predict we're going to be together forever. He's out shopping for a ring. And then they keep cutting over to Ashley H and Ben living out a fantasy 24 hour experience at a waterfall. There's a full, there's a full music video. So, So beautiful. Two very beautiful people in a very beautiful setting, falling in love right before our eyes. And, Fuck me. Like, you can see why, allegedly, Casey doesn't turn up to the reunion. Like, how humiliating. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I know. We just both laugh. (laughs) Like, he deserves this shame. (laughs) He deserves this shame. I'm going to ring the shame bell behind him as he walks down the stone steps. I mean, I truly feel this way because he's even still saying, I'm just going to say it differently. I'm just going to win her back. She's she's totally going to remember she loves me, like whatever. He is just so overconfident and he regrets bringing her there because she is completely living her best life. Who's the cameraman in the water or camera woman who is all up in their crotches and grills as they're in that waterfall? I'm like, can you get closer to these people? My God, I can see their pores. I actually have a note on this. Like the cameramen or women are not shy about just getting a boob, a butt or a groin shot left, right and center. Like they just, they're like, they zoom in on the titties whenever a woman is in a bikini, which is always <laughs> right and we are just watching porn basically we're just recording about porn it felt like a 90s or early 2000s um slow jam music video the whole waterfall totally thing. yeah <laughs> so then they're in bed the next day so uh, the whole casey and rachel thing just really pathetic but ashley h and ben are in bed Did the next day say what he was doing i didn't even think we said that he was shopping for a an engagement ring, did we? Yeah, I, I, just, I very quickly blew by that. Yeah, Sorry. he shopped for an engagement ring. And as they're showing him do that, then they flash to Ashley and Ben right. in bed talking about how they're in love, practically saying those words, and how it's the best date they've ever been on and how they really want to be together. That's <laughs> stupid. Like, it's like, sorry to keep going on about it, but imagine, like, that's your proposal, You know, just trying to salvage a relationship on national television when you're both, like, royally fucked up. And he's clearly, like, she's clearly not interested in him anymore. She's clearly in love with somebody else. But what if she said yes just because she felt awkward? Like, how could you ever tell people that that's how you got engaged? He's just an idiot. He, is he hasn't thought things through. Okay, I watched, uh, ready, breaking news, do, 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 do. Somebody <laughs> posted on the Pink Shade with Aaron Martin Facebook page. If you guys aren't in there yet, come on in, send a request. And uh, someone posted on there a YouTube video from Ashley H's, she has a channel, just like every other millennial. And okay, yeah. 
she is talk she's doing like a Q&A with Instagram questions and someone asked like why did Casey want to come on the show and she says because he wanted to be an actor that was his number one concern Ooh. she's like you know maybe there were some other reasons too but he really wanted to get exposure and be an actor and you know that's how it worked that's out. interesting because yeah. you didn't buy his crocodile tears Mm-mm. you know his his rocking back and forth in the fetal position on a couch right maybe he was acting yeah acting <laughs> jazz hands I mean, this motherfucker crying with no tears, listening to his sad Sarah McLaughlin music in his head while he rocks himself on the futon. I have no time for him. He is completely acting. He is a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. Anyway. Okay, so then we have the random, totally random, Gavin and Peyton, because he has no one else to take. The person he wanted to take was like, no, thank you. I know you want to get back with the Sonica and... I want to go eat some real food and not sleep in the FEMA tents outside anymore. So I'm done. She kind of had the same experience as uh, Rick pulled on Medina. Like she was friend zoned, but without communication. The boys are just assuming that, you know, they can do whatever they want on the other side of the island, forgetting they're being filmed, but then be like, oh, you know, I do have a girlfriend. You remember that, right? And they're like, yeah, we remember but you weren't supposed to. <laughs> and these girls are just like, Jesus. So Gavin just straight up is like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to get back with the Sonica, but you're you're still fine. That's the silver lining. Yeah. Like, it's always good to have a freaking backup plan, Gav. It's oh always God. good to have a backup. Especially right. with Peyton, who is now the town bicycle, even though she's not sleeping with everyone. But, like, she's getting her toes sucked. Everyone has had, like, somewhat of a ride on her. She yeah. is totally just like the random insert girl here who will just be up for anything because she wants screen time. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's pretty rough to watch. It's um, she, it's she's like a sixteen-year-old in a twenty-something-year-old's body. But she yeah, she yeah she gets asked because Gav gets turned down by Mia, who is beautiful, by the way. But we will never see her again because she's gone. And yeah, now he's with Lady P, which apparently is something we're calling Peyton now. <laughs> when, did that, when did that happen? When did she get a she name? She ain't no lady. <laughs> no. So he's like, uh, we're going to go out with a bang. Wait, not a literal yeah. bang, like a fun bang. And he like completely gets his words twisted. And they just sit around. He's just a big sad sack, kind of like Casey too, but not nearly as hateable to me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I really see the error of my ways. And I just really hope Asanika takes me back. And meanwhile, Asanika and Kareem are living out a fairy tale evening together. And she allegedly goes all the way with him because she is ready. And she says to him that their souls match at one point. What? I know their outfit, like soulmates and matching outfits, like souls aligned. It was so beautiful. I I mean, I did a post on my Instagram this week. I just saw it. An appreciation post <laughs> to these two because I am in love. I deep dived. I've been trying my hardest to find out if they're still together. It is so quiet, and uh, but she occasionally like does whenever he posts like a little Temptation Island clip or something like that. You know, Sonica might be associated with. She just does like a little love heart or a little like a little, little smiley face. And I'm like, you mm. love him. <laughs> like analyzing all these emojis. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. 
they are so cute together and he tells her he loves her with her natural hair and Gavin doesn't appreciate your true beauty and you can see her heart freaking melting I know it is so sweet I know it's been a slow burn with him but he has done it I mean she has melted and I would too he is He's lovely. He's lovely, and they really seem like they have a connection. I mean, this is us just as, like, random TV viewers. Who knows what the hell's going on? But (laughs) The editing tells us they're in love. The editing (laughs) is convincing me that they need to get married and have a lot of babies, period. So I am scared. I'm scared that Asanika and Gavin are going to get back together, and she's going to miss this chance with Kareem. I really am. Really? Oh, I feel like there's not a hot chance in hell they're going to get back together. And actually, a little more on my deep dive yesterday. um, Apparently, while Asanika and Kareem are, like, liking each other's photos and giving the little double-tap red red heart, Gavin, like, said something nasty about the way Asanika looked in one of the (gasps) Temptation Island posts. Yeah, so he, I didn't see it, but apparently he commented something nasty, so maybe they removed it before someone got a screen grab. But, um, yeah, all the more, like, reason to be on Team Kareem. Wow. Okay, well, thank you for that insight. You're Gavin welcome. is now cancelled. <laughs> We're done with him. We're done with him. Okay, somebody bye else. Bye. No, go ahead. What? I said bye, boy. Bye, boy. Somebody else who's cancelled, is what I was going to say, is David. David is cancelled. <laughs> So, Kate, before we get to David and Tanita's very deep moments uh, together for their 24 hours, coming up with things to talk about for 24 hours was, I'm sure, a huge struggle for them. (laughs) These two mental midgets are are just, I can't even deal with looking at them try to speak. But anyway, before we get... So attractive and so, so dumb. They're so dumb. So before we get to their uh, just horribly saccharine date... Dominique and Kate stay together. I'm not sure what ends up happening in the end. He is really. Yes, you are. No, or do you think they slept together? Did you see her face when they all came out in all the other couples in the group? You could tell who got laid by the glow on that face. Asanika got it in. Kate got it in. Everyone's just like, like so happy. He is just really coming on strong. He is really into her. I don't know that he's interested in a long-term relationship with her, and I sure don't think she is with him, but he has given her what she needed, you know, because she was done so dirty by David the moron. So, yeah, Dom says the next day that they enjoyed a, quote, a new level of intimacy, which is like, (laughs) it's almost like cult speak for sex. Meanwhile, though, yeah, he's a bit odd, isn't he? he like, he I is. think he's gorgeous, and I think he's sweet, but he gives me a little bit of that Kareem vibe, where he's just a little too smooth and says all the right things. And the thing that salvaged him for me was Wait, that Kareem. He says, I thought you liked Kareem. No, oh, sorry, no, I meant Dom, Dominic, Dominic. Okay, uh, wait, yeah. Dominic is like KB. You mean? In a, in a way that he's very smooth okay. and he says all the right things. But then he did say he grew up in a household with a lot of sisters, a lot of women around him. So that kind of maybe salvaged him a bit. But I also just feel like I don't fully trust him. So I'm with you. I don't think that they will have stayed together or, you know, had anything serious post-show. But, you know, a little confidence boost. Why not? I know. I was like, good for you. I mean, you don't have to find true love here. You just have to find someone to help you escape the David. So David... Sorry, I was just going to say, I love how Kate, like, talks, like, 
her life is over and she's 33. <laughs> I know, right? It makes me so depressed. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, okay, okay, you'll be fine. <laughs> Calm down. Yeah. Calm down. <laughs> she could probably All still right. eat carbs. I hate her. No, she, she doesn't. Have you seen that body on That's Instagram? True. That's true. She doesn't smell a carb in a decade. <laughs> oh my God. Neither have David and Tanita, who are out oh. on a date. Sitting together on lounge chairs, talking about what a good-looking couple they are, and calling each other boyfriend and girlfriend and giggling over it. Are we officially girlfriend and boyfriend now? Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I get, uh, we make a really attractive couple. Oh, I just said couple. Oh, my God, you did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> their entire, I, like, that's their life now. <laughs> that's their entire date. That's their entire 24 hours. And if they stay together, that will be their life together. Doing, They'll, they'll have fun doing a joint Instagram account, you know, but that's yeah. a wrap on their life. Workout sessions together. Mm-hmm. And then she's asked by the camera crew the next day, you know, what happened on your date? And she's like, a lady never overnights and tells. And we're like, oh, shut up, bitch. Could punch it, honestly. She drives me nuts. I know. And he's making plans to move to L.A. And he's going to go into the bonfire and try to make Kate understand that he really still does have feelings for her because he got to a new emotional level on Temptation <laughs> Island. It just wasn't with Kate. What? Oh, like why she, I I I loved this when she was just like he was like revealing we'll get to the bonfire but he's spilling all of the stuff that he's done because he has no idea what she's seen in the previous bonfires and she's like look am I allowed to stop you here can I just jump in because he was digging himself a grave <laughs> yeah and like pushing Lovely. the dirt in over his own head. And she's yeah, like, yeah. you don't need to tell all of America that you hoard yourself out. We're good. Line of the season. Amazing. Okay. Okay. Let's start with their bonfire, even though okay, it was the yes. second one shown. So tell me what you're, just explain what happened to the bonfire with David and Kate, and then we can talk this about is, our reactions. Honestly, all my Christmases come early. I So I was actually legitimately worried at the start of the season for Kate and Ashley H, but mostly Kate. I was like, we're going to... Like have watched a, ne- a literal nervous breakdown and possibly a suicide on national television. I was worried. Me too. And she has blossomed into this strong, gorgeous, powerful woman. I'm like, yes. And she gives it to David, who's just like, ooh, ooh, ooh. this blubbering mess, has no idea what to say or do because he's actually having to confront what he's done now with all these other ladies and she has like written down her speech she's practiced it she's eloquent and she tells him everything he needs to hear uh in a very like measured and balanced way and he hears her and I was so happy about that I was too that she didn't just start crying immediately and getting really upset she was just at this higher level that was so amazing to see because I agree with you we both said it episode one we're like this woman Mm -hmm. is going to fall apart and I don't know if I'm ready to watch this this is not okay he shouldn't have brought her here she is really upset already she's insecure in the relationship and as it turns out it was the best thing that could have happened to her who knew Temptation Island could help someone could help someone well it turns (laughs) out that it's like helped all of the women and all the men are like having trauma flashbacks from it to this day. (laughs) 
Christy, I never would have predicted this ever. I, I thought like Ashley H and Kate would just be holding each other, rocking back and forth and sucking their thumbs, uh, pulling a Casey really. But the women are just like, hear me roar. I'm here. I'm proud. Oh, yes, pizza. And like they own it. I'm so proud of them. <laughs> pulling a Casey. <laughs> pulling a Casey amazing none of them really did they were just all talking it through and like trying to figure out their feelings and supporting each other yeah Casey's over there holding himself on the futon oh it was so good to watch him supper (laughs) amazing so she actually yeah she gives him this measured speech about like I feel really strong I'm comfortable I have this new confidence I'm a brand new person and then she says I think what you did is complete and utter bullshit I think you selfishly and cowardly brought me here Mm -hmm. for your own gains and he's like "Uh," he's just Uh. such a mouth breather I can't with him Beard, his neck beard. Mm-hmm. His man bun, She's his neck right. beard, his mouth breathing. I'm like, please leave our screens. I can't. You know that he like stinks from all that protein powder that he has as well. You know how it makes you fart. Yeah. He's <laughs> just a stinky, stinky man. <laughs> Sorry. This is when he goes into his stinky ass, clammy self, open mouth, just hang dog looking at her. He goes into all the things he's done. Like, okay, then we got in the shower. Then we had the threesome. And she's like, I'm going to stop you there. And that's when she's like, you don't have to tell everyone in the world that you just hoard yourself out. And that's where they stop it. Okay, so we have to finish their story this week. Then there was one other bonfire that was completed with the couple. And that was Ashley G and Rick. So do you want to talk about what happened on this one? Well, this I was happy with this. So we got into a little bit at the start about, you know, how proud we are of Rick's emotional growth. Right. And I genuinely feel that he is kind of like the MP, M- MVP of <clears throat> of the series, excuse me, because he has actually, you know, used it for what it's sold as and tried to heal the relationship and tried to be better. And I was so proud of him that, like, yeah, he had his cheeky little kiss with Medina and whatever happened, but it never like crossed the line and never like wanted to get vengeance on Ashley for acting out. He kind of understood that she was just acting out because she'd been so hurt by his actions. And he was, maybe he's never been cheated on before, but he was like, I know how she feels now and I'd never do that again. And I believe him. I did too. Isn't that weird? I mean, he is, he's a better person than me. I don't know. Kirstie, I swear to God, I watch it and I'm like, who am I? First of all, I'm I'm throwing my head back in laughter at Casey's pain. Like I've never laughed so hard at someone crying before. Someone Someone is truly suffering. Maybe, maybe he's an actor and I cannot get enough. I, I laugh out loud when I see him cry and I'm like, who am I a monster? What happened to me from temptation? And so am I. And so is everyone that enjoys this show. I'm telling you, it's hilarious. And then Rick, I'm like, he is a better person than me for sure. I mean, the fact that he didn't act out after seeing that initial video and just try to like get back at her. I don't know that I could have done that. I think we talked about, like, we would have just fucked everyone on the island. Girls, boys, Mark, Marky Mark. Like left, right, and center. Change my name to Peyton. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Lady E, Lady E. Yeah, oh, let it get. he did really well though. He really did, and he at he the bon- he at the bonfire too. When she is like so upset, and she's talking about what she did with KB, and she just she knows it was wrong. She takes responsibility for. It. I mean, what can she say? 
You know what I yeah. mean? It's like, what can you say at this point? And they... My bad. No, she was just like, oh, my bad. Sorry. But yeah, he, I was happy with Rick that he didn't... Like, that would be the first thing I brought up. But like, yeah, he slept with... And he was just like... He, he acknowledged all his own, like, workings and what he had to work out and what he'd done, you know, to accountability for his actions in the past and on the show. He barely mentioned the KB situation and it was not in an aggressive way. It was in a, like, he was just like, oh, I was a bit disappointed. I couldn't but I believe get it. it. I couldn't believe it. And when she actually brings up that when he said how the handcuffs are off and how she stopped caring at that point, he, mm. he acknowledges it and how her insecurities came out. And then they get a moment together. Mark uh, stops speaking. His teeth are fighting to leave his mouth as he's <laughs> speaking to them. He says, you can have a moment and talk about what you're going to do. And they kiss and they decide to leave Temptation Island together. Yay! And I know. And then they show them together and Rick says, we're good now. And I'm like, what? I would have never yeah. predicted this ever. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> Just like that. We're good now. I'm like, that's not how it would go down in my relationship, but whatever. Oh, I would never let it go. I would stay. And essentially, this is my love, my my last relationship. I would be fuming inside for the next 10 years <laughs> until I finally decide to get my vengeance. So who knows? Maybe she's sitting on that. But or maybe he's sitting on that, too. But I think that they're I think they're on an even keel now. And yeah, I mean, once, you know, now, like once somebody realizes what it actually feels like, that kind of betrayal from having been cheated on, I think like if they both understand that, it really, I don't know, in my experience, it changes you and you don't want to hurt somebody like that ever again, because it is just such a horrible feeling. Yeah, I mean, who knew? Again, Temptation Island, bringing couples together one at a time. Lessons from Temptation. One drunk hookup at a time. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, next week, you guys, or this coming week, we're going to see the Bonfire Part 2 with what we've all been waiting for, Casey and Ashley H., <laughs> Followed by the reunion. And so we'll have two hours of content. We'll skip the week of Christmas recapping. And then the next week, we'll come back with our final recap of what happens on this last one. I do a live thread on the Pink Shade with Aaron Martin Facebook page, you guys. So if you're watching Temptation Island on the East Coast uh, timeline, and this is for U.S. listeners, come on there and we can talk about it together. I mean, everyone is waiting for this confrontation between these two. I cannot wait. I, I cannot. I cannot wait. I hope he gets down on one knee. I, I mean, do you even think he will ask? Like, I just don't even know if he will actually, once he sees her face, like she'll be glowing from having just had sex with Ben, you know, five minutes earlier, and he'll be able to smell it on her. And do you think he'll actually go through with it? I, I think he does. No, I think I've seen a preview where he's on really? one knee and she's rolling her eyes and covering her face. Like, oh I can't, like it's embarrassing for her. And I'm like, I cannot oh, wait. To, again, I'm going to laugh at someone's pain and I don't even care because it's him. I'm so, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. So before we go, I want to, um, I'm going to have you do all your info again, but let me just give shout outs to the Pink Shade Patreon premium <laughs> sponsors, Elizabeth, Dana, Dorothy, Whitney, Katrina, and Melissa. Thank you so much, you guys. If you guys want to go over to patreon.com slash pink shade, I am posting about three, some, I think this month will be four episodes, bonus material, all kinds of different things. The most, the one coming up is actually a conversation with one of our Patreon members and one of our Pink Shade listeners who had several brushes with a serial killer who killed 
more than one person in her neighborhood where she grew up. It's an unbelievable story. I've never heard of this man before. We talked for an hour and a half. I'm going to be posting it this week before Christmas. I'm like, Merry Christmas. I'm sorry this is the Patreon episode I'm releasing, but it is amazing. So, Tis the season to be jolly. Tis the season, you guys. But anyway, there's much more than that over on the Pink Shade Patreon. And then you can go to patreon.com slash heybunky for Mary Payne and I recapping bonus shows every single week. And we will do one even over the holidays. If we don't have a regular episode, we'll always have a Hey Bunky episode. Now, uh, remind people again where they can find you and your podcast, especially because you have the Melbourne episode coming up. Yes. So thank you for giving me another opportunity because I don't think my coffee had sunk in quite enough at the start of the pod, but now I can speak. Um, yeah, so I am <laughs> on Twitter and add me on Twitter because I just joined and I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm kind of floundering around. It's at She's Pernicious in an homage to Camille Grammer, Donatachi, Versace, whatever her name is. And that's also the, um, my personal Instagram at she's pernicious and then my reality TV and me Instagram is where you'll find all the updates on new episodes and uh, stuff that like I cover like the Real Housewives of Melbourne episode that's coming out this week um, I talked to mixing with Marnie Amani Marcus uh, once a fortnight about Real Housewives of Atlanta and anything else I decide to pop up there in the reality TV realm and go check out those Real Housewives of Melbourne photos from the In Lydia's Kitchen uh, event that I went to last week. It's I really fun. It. I love it. The many colors of Gina's tan. I can never get enough. <laughs> it's like a rainbow. Oh my God, Kirsty! thank you so much for doing this with me. I cannot wait to see the final bonfire. I cannot wait to talk to you about it in the new year, in 2020. Oh my God. And uh, we're going to think about what to cover next. Someone suggested Married at First Sight, which is coming back for a new Ooh. season. I... Well, you know I was asked to be on it. What? Have <laughs> I not told you this? <laughs> uh, excuse yeah. me? Okay, we need to discuss this at length. Okay, I'll just give you a quick rundown it was like a year no it was before I went to the UK right so maybe a year and a half ago or so and I just I was in like a singles group on Facebook and I got this random message for one from one of the scouts I guess saying would you like to audition or apply for maths and I was just like um sure because I wasn't in a great place in my life and <laughs> it was like yeah I'll marry a stranger why not <laughs> But they were filming right after I, um, and like they called me, like had a chat. I sounded sufficiently insane enough to, you know, be on the show. They're like, great. Well, we start filming in December. Can you be there? And I was like, no, I'm going to be overseas. And that was the end of that. So look, came really close to a wedded bliss, but unfortunately it slipped through my fingers and here we are today but it was really yeah it was really bizarre because like generally go through you know a huge audition process so I guess someone must have dropped out and they just started recruiting people from Facebook (laughs) oh my god well you know producers troll the um wives of inmates and things like that sites to get love after lock of people so you should consider yourself lucky that you're on a site that was just for singles and not like you know I'm waiting for a prisoner to be released I I think the universe has spoken to us. I mean, we should really talk about Married at First Sight. It's a show that I have watched 
pretty diligently for many seasons. I skipped last season. I heard it was really good, but it's coming back with a new season in the U.S. I know that you guys obviously have cool. it too. And yes. given really your really popular here as well. Uh, given your brush with almost marrying a stranger, um, <laughs> we need to actually explore the possibility of that again, even if you don't follow through. And I am feeling this. Okay. All right. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, you guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for rating and reviewing the podcast and going over and listening to Reality TV and me. She's covering all the things that I can't get to, including all of the Housewives. I will be doing Housewives next week the week of Christmas with Brandon Alvarado, and I will be coming out with a 90-day recap with Mary Payne this week. And again, if you want extras, go to the Patreon. You can follow me at Erin Leah Martin on Twitter and Instagram, where I attempt to use social media. And um, I will talk to you guys very soon. Thanks, Kirsty. Thank you so much.